Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I have a very special guest, and I usually have actors that you've seen on many, many shows, but today is special because today we have a writer, producer, and you guys, you need to be communicating with these on the people on the other side to get so much knowledge to help you on the side that you're going to be on behind the camera. So today, you know him from writing on Fresh Prince, King of Queens, Kevin Can Wait, he has been working on nine films with Will Smith. He is the one, the only, Mike Socio, and I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you, thank you thank so you. much. You are my first writer to be on the show, so really? congratulations. Whoa. <laughs> it's only been actors up until it's this It's only point? been actors. Okay. Well, maybe, no, actually, I've had a couple of um, managers and casting directors, okay. but you are the first writer, and to me, there is nothing yeah. without the writer. There's yes. zero zilch, nothing. It's and so, so true. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much. You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, writing is one of those things where it's oftentimes in the industry, I think, overlooked, really, and writers kind of do get, you know, not to complain off the bat, but you do get a little bit of a short <laughs> end of the stick. And, you really? Know, because yeah, they all do. actors know without actors that good do. text in hand, there's nothing to work from. Actors 100% know that. In fact, the best relationships, uh, the only relationships I've had that have moved my f- career forward have been with actors. Mm. I only w- communicate and get into my jobs through actors. Oh, interesting. I don't think I've ever gotten a job, now that I think about it, maybe a couple of small ones, mm-hmm. but I've never gotten a job from the normal route of writer, which would be well, a producer hiring you or a studio. I get them because I'm the actor's pick. Because you're a great personality. But Thank okay, you. so let's talk about that. So, yeah. did you start off writing? Were you an actor? Did, what was the first thing you wrote? And how did you mm-hmm. parlay yourself into this successful career that you have now? Yep. I, uh, I was uh, not an actor, but I always loved and respected acting. Mm-hmm. And I always had an affinity towards actors in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, mm-hmm. when I, the first friend I made when I moved to Southern California from Rhode Island in 1989 was Alfonso Ribeiro, who went on to play Carlton on The Fresh Prince. <gasps> and that's how I wound up on the show. And, and that story goes, yeah. I, um, it's a great story, actually, because it's weird. Alfonso gets on this show and he calls me up and he says, I've gotten, I booked a pilot Mm. and it was a pilot. It wasn't actually a pilot. It was a pilot presentation for this thing called the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I remember saying to him, the Fresh Prince, you mean the rapper guy? Like at that point, that wasn't really a thing. Right. Right. Nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew. And I said, well, good luck with that. It was one of those (laughs) things. And I got invited to the taping. It was at NBC, Studio 3. I'll never forget it. And I watched this show that was a game changer. When Will sat at the piano and played Furlease at the end, that moment with him and Uncle Phil, I said, this show is going to be fantastic. Now, leading up to that point, I had realized I was a writer because I was a PA and I would have a lot of time on my hands. I was working on a sitcom as a production assistant. Which one? I was called The People Next Door with Jeff. Jeffrey Jones, who was on the Ferris Bueller uh, okay. movie, um, the, the guy who played the principal, Jeffrey okay. Jones, the big. Yes, yeah. yes. So anyway, he was the star. It was a very short-lived show, but I was a PA in that. And then I went to uh, People's Court. I was on People's <laughs> Court as a PA. I, I did a bunch of PA work. I worked nonstop, music videos, you name it. And I would sit, and one day, I said, you know, I was so bored. I mean, it was like two in the morning. So the writers boring. were still Grueling writing. Work. Grueling work. And I'm sitting there, and I go, I wonder if I could write a scene. It feels like I can do this. I don't know how, but I just think I can do it. And I wrote a scene for the show. 
And I showed it to one of the writers, and 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 she said to me, "This is actually really kind of good. Wow. Like you have a pacing and a timing." And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this!" <laughs> so I had no idea, right? and then I just kept because I thought I was going to direct, only direct. Oh, yes. And I moved out to to do camera work and directing. I love photography and cinematography oh. and all that. So long story short, when Alfonso got on the Fresh Prince, I already knew I wanted to be a writer. So what I did was I said, "Look." You're not going to be able to just get me the job. You can't just call up and say, this guy wants to write on the show. It's a big process. It's a big process. And I'm brand new. I'm a kid. Right. I said, but I'm going to earn it. So I went to every taping of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air every Friday night. And I would take my script that Alfonso would sneak to me on the side. Okay. This is amazing. Go ahead. And I would sit with the script and I would do alternative jokes for Will and Alfonso as well. And I would dog ear the pages, right? I would little put a little you know fold in them top. And I had these scripts. And every week, nobody asked me for any. Will just would be. Will was very friendly, but he was just he knew me as Alfonso's buddy. And I'd be, hey, Will, yeah, see you later, Will. And one week, I was standing on the stage, and he was early season two. And he came up to me and he said, hey, um, what's your name again? And I said, Mike Sosio. He goes, okay, yeah, uh, Alfonso says you write alternative jokes and stuff. That last joke bombed. And oh I remember the joke gosh. too. And he goes, you got something for that? And I went, uh, let me check. And I went through my script and I sure enough had an alternative for him. He turned to walk back to stage and he said, oh, by the way, if it bombs, I'm going to tell the audience uh, you wrote it. So it's Socio, right? And I go, <laughs> Yeah. And I was so nervous, and they went, in three, two, and I, I'll never forget oh it. Oh, my god! Lights go down, and he out walks Will, and he says, my new joke, and? my new line, <gasps> and it killed. Oh. And the audience roared, and I'm going to show you why Will Smith is the kindest person in this business. Tell he, us. He st- they yelled, cut. He goes, come here. He waves me over. I didn't know what was happening. Oh. I walk over and all the lights are in my face. And he goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so that last joke that we changed, that's what we do on the show. We change jokes sometimes on the fly. This was written by a new guy named Mike Socio. Socio. <laughs> yes. And he goes, and that's he did a great so job. So incredible. give him a round of applause. Oh, and yes. the audience. Of course. And I was hooked. And I was like, how do I parlay this into a job. Well, he didn't say anything after that. I went, I was leaving that night and I saw a woman struggling to, she was our wardrobe lady and she was struggling to put uh, all these big heavy things in her car and people walking by not helping her. Mm. And I wasn't raised that way. So I was like, uh, I yeah. said, can I help you? Yeah. She, oh my God, finally a gentleman. And I, because I stayed that extra time to help her, Will had come out in the meantime and he saw me and he goes, yeah, chivalry's not dead. And I turned around and he goes, uh, great job tonight. By the way, where are you working right now? And I said, well, I was a PA, but my show got canceled. Right. And he said, yeah, no, you're working here. So just show up Monday at uh, 10 a.m. and bring your, bring your license and all that stuff. You got a job as a writer on the show. Unbelievable. Yes. But the kindness, but the uh, pursuance of uh, yep. being there every yep. single you know, yep. uh, Friday, whatever the tape day was. Yes. I went that to is an amazing story. With nothing. That's an amazing, amazing, amazing yeah. story. Being vigilant and being, you know, this is the thing I so tell So you're self-taught. Actors. You're self-taught. Yeah, 100%. And I know other writers who self-taught themselves by watching every single solitary episode for yep. comedies to get the A story, the B story, the C story. Yeah. 
and to really understand the formatting. Yes, it's so important. And I did the same. Yeah. And I knew what I was uh, doing. And, and by the time I got there, I was pretty prepared. You know, you're never fully prepared because yeah. until you write on a staff, you don't know what it entails. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I also tell writers too, I, until you actually write an, an entire script and then that script gets read at a table on a Monday morning, right. you know, you really don't know what you're doing, if what you're doing is funny or good or, you know, because it's all about trial and error. It takes years. But eventually I got the hang of it. And uh, So yeah. this was such a, as they say, in the Jewish religion, Beshert, yeah. sort of mm-hmm. meant to be because Will is still in your life. Definitely. And that was a connection. And connections, I have connections with people that they just randomly come into your life and then they're there. Yeah. I don't know what it is, yep. but they are there. And yep. he is that for you. 100%. And so you went from that incredible show to all these other shows. Mm-hmm. And and so let me ask you something, some advice to give to actors yes. out there. Because I know yes. you love actors. Yes. And you love the artistry. And, yes. and I know you've helped coach some actors, yes, too, I along have. the way. Yep. So what's some advice that you would give to them starting out? Yep. Even writers who are listening. Because people Great. listen to everything. Tell us some all advice. Right. I have so much advice. I'm going to try to really like just bring it down and boil it down to mm-hmm. the essentials. And My, then also ask yeah. me, I want to ask you about the other side of the Oh yeah, yeah. Book. Okay. So I'll so tell you about include that. Everything. Yes, yes. So <laughs> what I would tell young actors or newer actors is, is this, I believe people come to the, people come to town to act, right? Yeah. And what the normal route is they get Usually they get an acting coach or they get into a class of Mm -hmm. some sort. And my issue with a lot of the classes is they don't teach or these kids don't learn the practical nature of acting, right? So I know people that have come here and they can literally cry on demand and they can do Shakespeare. And I go, that's all wonderful. But when you're new, you're going to go up for three lines on CSI, five lines on a sitcom, and you have to be able to execute those things in an audition right? and Very then also different. on set. Which, by the way, is all the classes here. That's what we cover. That's what I love about you. You're <laughs> a practical teacher. But, Sherry, I kid you not, you would be surprised about the people that don't give practical advice. I'm not advice. surprised because a lot of people don't even know how to sculpt the story for television. Definitely. So here's what I would teach people. Yes. Number one, understand how to make three lines work. Understand how to make when you're on a sitcom and you have to come up and say, uh, "Excuse me, is that your car parked in the parking lot?" Mm-hmm. You know, and yes. Why? Oh, uh, never mind. They already towed it. You know, whatever the joke is, right? right. That one quick. Poppy thing. How do you hit that timing wise? How do you audition properly? How do you walk into a room? Because we, the other side of the table Mm -hmm. was an idea that I had and I never, it never came to fruition only because of timing, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to sit with actors Mm -hmm. and I wanted to explain to them that most acting coaches, and you need this, are former actors, Mm -hmm. which is great. Mm -hmm. But what they don't ever learn from is somebody who lives on the other side of the Mm -hmm. table when you come in the audition. Mm -hmm. What happens when that actor walks in, reads their lines, and leaves, right? What really happens? Well, I can tell you. Sherry, everyone's listening on pins and needles. uh, Tell us, tell us. We are in a business of inches, okay? Mm. We are not, this, this is a game of inches. Most actors will get themselves to the point where they can audition if they take years at it, right? They can audition to the point where they can come in and read it well, 
Mm-hmm. That's the word I use. Well, it's exactly how the next guy is going to read it, basically, or the next That's young lady. That's boring to me, but yeah, right, Exactly, right? How do you stand out? Well, when you're at the other side of the table, we are dying for you to do well because I'm a writer. That person's the director, and this person's my boss, the executive producer of the show. We are begging for you to come in and nail it so we look good because we go, wow, the stuff we wrote is so great, yes. right? So we are cheering you on. We are on your side. Mm -hmm. The problem comes with when you are mediocre, when you read, when you don't go deeper, when you just read what is on the surface. Everybody can take a cold read, basically, look at it and know the essential timing of a scene, right? But that person that goes deeper and goes, what was the writer's intent here? Hugely important. What was the writer thinking? What are they really trying to say here? And how can I turn it on its ear just a little bit? And how do I add bit? my isms, exactly. my personality to it to make it different than anybody else? And quirkier, more imaginable, and creative. You are, you are saying exactly. You are one of the few people who truly understand that. And I, I'm telling you, really? if you put it in practice, you'd yes. be one of the only pers- people who do it because... On my last show, Kevin Can Wait, I did two years on that show. We would watch all... We were in New York, mm-hmm. right? But most of our castings were done here. So mm-hmm. we would put people on tape, mm-hmm. right? And then we would have casted, I believe is the name of it, or whatever the system is. And we would watch the readings. It's pretty painful. It is. Pretty, <laughs> not that they're bad. You know what's worse than being bad, Cherry? Bad is easy. Bad, I can go, whoa, that person didn't get it. Okay, see you later. They don't average, really have it. Average. average is the worst thing you can be. Average. Average is the worst thing you can be. Because I agree. we just look and we go, yeah, that's the typical, that's the easy way. We get it. You understand the basics. No. The person that finds that little extra nugget, that little extra thing, the person that Yes, sticks this is out. everything we teach here. This is really? everything. It's so exciting and I had no to idea. talk about. You didn't have any idea. But it wow. is. It's everything. Wow. That gives you a gold star in my world because uh-huh. I'm so happy that there's acting coaches out there that understand this because I'm telling you, Sharon, they don't, they're, they're not, not every acting coach understands because, this deeply. But here's the thing. Let me just interject yes. because at the studio here, there's scene study classes, which is very different than yes. the audition classes that we teach because you have to be able to work both muscles and there's a lot of coaches out there and they're fantastic, but they teach the scene study so you're not really sculpting these two to three pages specifically Yep. For the to tell that really short story, yep. you know what I mean. So yep. in the on camera classes, not to talk about the studio, but I'll just no, throw please, it in. Please, I'm but interested. It's so important. So every genre that you're working on is a different tone, right? Yes. So if you're talking about because we're talking about yes. sitcoms, that the setup and the backup and the joke and the little, you know, your specialty, your flip, your little, your isms that I talk about, your little comic laugh that you could put in that's not written in, or a little sound that's not written in, a behavior that's not written in, will define you and close the deal 1,000%, and you should have the courage to do it, because it Mm. should be a celebration every single time, even when you walk in the room, and there's tension when you walk in the room, because a lot of actors feel that. So it's all about telling that story with your own isms, and your stuff and I know Isms you're like great. like agreeing with me I'm 100%. dying because and then, uh, yeah, you're speaking then thank you and just leave and then your attitude should be next but you have to be spectacular in your quirkiness yes and that is the key element in, in for yep. actors to find yourself that's the other side of the thing you have literally crystallized exactly what I would be what I Thanks, teach people Mike. you just did it quickly <laughs> um, I'm a little long winded but you know the beauty of what you're saying is that 
even when you quote unquote fail, even if you do it wrong or something that's a little bit out there. But so do we, it specifically. Exactly. <laughs> I would rather see you do something specifically and we will go, wow, you know, that was really interesting. Yes. Could you try bringing it here a little bit yes. or changing this a little bit? We will give you that direction. We love people that take that bold step. Jack Nicholson and whomever you want to talk about take is great actors. Take bold step. De Leonardo DiCaprio, he's not doing average. He's not reading average. He's, he's Brilliant. taking steps. Yeah. When he, I was watching Django Unchained the other night and I'm watching that scene when he's got the cigarette and the doctor's leaving and he, one minute doctor, yeah. you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this guy, the, his cadence, his thoughts, his, the way he takes the character in. It's like, now there's one Leo DiCaprio, but as an actor, choose to be special. Yes. Choose to find the greatness. Take your time. And I actually do have actors. I yeah. say, do your homework and watch it's, you can press pause nowadays. Yes. You can write out yes. the lines. You can see it on a page and then yes. see how they've layered up the life of the character. You know what's great? What you just said, too? There are scripts online, right? Yeah, yeah. Script-o-rama.com. Say that Script, again. Yep. Script? Script-o-rama.com. Rama. Rama. So it's script-o-rama. Oh, But there's yes. dashes in okay, between. Okay, great. They have a... I mean, I'm telling you, they, they got to have... 20,000 scripts. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's amazing. And you're, they're free. Okay? Yeah. And I tell actors all the time, I say, go to your, go to a movie that you're familiar with. Actually, there's two ways to do this that I really like. Number mm-hmm. one is take one of your favorite movies, mm-hmm. right? If you love the movie Seven, you love the performance in Seven from Kate, Kevin Spacey, let's mm-hmm. say, whoever or whatever, Brad Pitt in that movie, go to the script and see what, the, what it said on the page, mm-hmm. direction-wise, stage direction-wise, and see how this person interpreted those, those words and those actions, right? And then you're able to go, I already know what he did, and now I'm reading it, and Brad at one point just read those pages, Correct. didn't have anything but that, he had to bring something to life, right? It helps you, and the other way I do, all, I tell people all the time, sometimes read a script before you go see something, read a couple of scenes, mm. and then go see the movie, and yeah. see if you, see where you would decipher, how you would decipher it, I and agree. then watch one of the great do it. It's just, even if it's a TV series, they have TV scripts too. Just read something, work it, put yourself on tape and then see how a great did it. And you go, oh, that's interesting. They took this. Oh, that's, okay, I see what they did there. It just helps. We learn from our, the best. You know, as a writer, I read Shari, I read minimum. Well, for my job, I have to read a lot of scripts. Yes. But for pleasure. You read. Oh my gosh. If I don't read minimum five scripts a month. That's minimum for pleasure. I had a slow month. Oh, I'm constantly reading. That's good though. I'm a screenplay lover. I'm a lover of the craft. Yes. You know, I love acting. I love writing. I love cinema. I like the the whole thing. So let me segue on this though for writers or actors who want to be, a lot of actors are writing now. So if they wanted Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you got staffed in a very different fashion. Yes. But the process usually is, tell us, and mm-hmm. what would you advise? Is it good to write a spec script of something that's mm-hmm. on or your own? Mm-hmm. Tell us. Good question. So uh, right now, the big thing that people are doing is they're writing original specs. So people would, they don't necessarily want to read an episode. Back in the day, you'd write an episode yes. of Seinfeld or right. something that's like that. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Nowadays, it's much more based off, you do an original piece, single camera or multi-camera, you take your choice. Whichever you're going to focus exactly, in. Which you're going to focus in, exactly. And you write something 
something that has your voice in it, something that is very specific. Again, it goes back to like the acting. <laughs> if you're writing something that is blonde, doesn't have a real voice, you lose. If you write something, even if you take a chance and they go, whoa, this is a little too bold, you get you get kudos yes. for that. So you want to write something original and daring and, 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 and bold, mm-hmm. especially for young ladies out there because mm. right now is a great time for I women. I like how he said young to me That's when he right looked at now, me. Right, right in young. your eyes. <laughs> Women in the world are like, right now, it's a great time for women to be staffed on on TV shows, thank God, because they really didn't get the opportunities before. So we're seeing this now Mm -hmm. more than ever. And I tell, you know, young women all the time, they want to be writers. I'm like, please pursue. I'll help you. So what should they do? Okay. They got to write an original, number one. If they can write an original script. Okay. Original. So if they want to do single camera comedy, they'll write a single camera. If they want to work in multicam, they'll write that. If they want to do episodic Mm -hmm. drama, they write that. Correct. Whatever you want to work in, you write that okay if it is halfway decent right you will get seen i'm telling you i tell people this who do they give it the to time. after they write yeah. it what you want do an they agent do? you want to get an agent so you can't really get work without an agent or a manager it's mm-hmm. really difficult unless you already have a connection to an existing television show so there are a few ways to go you can get an agent and just just submit 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 they will read okay mm-hmm. the other way to go is you can submit uh, to if you meet somebody who's on a show, be it an actor or a director, anybody you know at that show, say, look, I wrote my own my own script. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to get read. Can I just give it to you, please? And can you read it? You will get those people that will help you. It's all about if you are proactive and you are pushing your career forward, you will always do better than the person who's waiting for stuff to come to them. Waiting Absolutely. for stuff never happens. It never. just doesn't. It just doesn't. You have and to be about, that fresh print story. It's what about proactive. making your own? What about mm-hmm. nowadays just yes. filming little clips and getting... Fantastic. Things? Okay. That's a fantastic way to go because what it does is it shows people your ability to write something. If you're a writer, actress, let's say, Right, you can write your own material and put it on TikTok or put it on Instagram, and you can be a personality. And YouTube. I write my own stuff, yeah. YouTube, mm-hmm. and just show. Now we have an opportunity. We never had this before, where you can yeah. film something on an iPhone, yes. and it looks tremendous. Yes, or a little camera that you buy for eight hundred dollars, and I mean, it really looks tremendous. Yes. And there are so many students at the New York Film Academy that are dying to shoot with somebody, and you just go there. Be proactive. If I was a writer today, I would go to the New York Film Academy, okay. and I would say, Hey, guys. I'm a script writer. I would love to be able to get something produced that I wrote. I'm looking for a good director that I can vibe with. And next thing you know, you meet a student who doesn't write. So you've written the script. That student directs it. USC. This is a great pitch for New York Film Academy. Yeah, I went there. Oh, you did? Actually, I did. Yeah, I still My neighbor is the director. Of it's an that. excellent place. Oh, wow. I love that place. And okay, I'm, wonderful. I'm near and dear to my heart. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a great place. But uh, so my point is that if you are. So they will active, do it for credit, so correct. there's nothing out of pocket that's going to. No money. They have to, make a, they have to make a short, and a lot of people don't write. A lot of the directors don't write. And if they read your script and it's interesting, they'll maybe want to shoot it for you. Or Amazing. you just find a young director and you say, look, I'm a writer, you're a director. It's uh, let's get together and let's make some stuff. There is a million ways. You have to get your tentacles out there. You have to ask. And I don't think don't it's always just the, the agent route. I no, really don't. I think you have not. to constantly be thinking outside the box. You do. And it's... constantly not just settle on one script. Have a, a more than one script. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because you can't put all your eggs in one basket, right? right. So you want to be able to have diversity. You want to be able to have to show that you're a, you know, I can do a little bit of this. I can do a little bit of that. But being proactive, Sherry, I love that you teach your students this too. Whether you're an actor, a writer, director, it does not matter. Make your own luck. And do not let reje- that rejection get to you. Oh, it has huge. to roll off your shoulder. It is a hard thing for someone to understand. And look, I tell young actors, I tell young writers, 
this is a game of rejection, 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 and then boom, you get it all. Yes. Okay? There is a million stories. The one that comes to mind most recently is Chrissy Metz, I believe, from uh, This Is Us. Yes. She was ready to quit acting. Yeah. Like, literally, was like, well, I get this one more audition. Yeah. I might as well just go. I have a great story about a producer named Andrew Form, who's mm. a huge producer, who runs Platinum Dunes, which is Michael Bay's company. He's okay. made... Uh, every movie you can imagine in the horror genre and? he's done it he was a producer he was a he was Jerry Burkheimer's assistant when we did Bad Boys 1 Got and it. he became a friend of mine and he said look uh, he goes I'm, I got an opportunity to produce a movie and the movie didn't do that well that he originally produced so he called me up and he said I'm leaving town I'm going back home and I would love for you to come by and visit my office I went to visit his office and he boxes ready to go oh he's he he moving he's moving quit. back to Michigan or wherever he's from I don't remember where he's from and he said I'm leaving but you know you, were, you helped to me and da 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 and let's go get one last lunch we went to get the lunch i said a teary goodbye to him oh and two weeks three weeks later i read in the trades andrew form got this massive deal with this place <laughs> platinum dunes that michael bay was starting his own production company and he hired andrew form and his partner brad fuller to run it and i went how did this happen as it turns out he was literally literally packing and leaving and got the call that changed his life and he is now changed married to a life. lovely actress i don't remember um jordana brewster okay. is his wife who's lovely and he has a crazy successful producer so you uh, never know you have to keep yep. doing it because it is a passion yep. and you have to live out that passion but what i also tell and you should tell writers too yes. i think as much as i tell actors that you have passion and you have purpose and so if you are doing your passion whether it be writing or acting make it so you have a higher purpose yep. and if you have a higher purpose that you need to continue with that passion to make that purpose, you know, fulfilled, mm -hmm. then the dream never dies. The dream never dies. Don't let it die. And when you get rejected, you know how many scripts I've written? Do you know how hard it is to walk into a room and pitch your heart out? Something you have been practicing for months. And then just get a, and then thank just, you. Literally, I've seen people, no joke, I've seen people zoning out when I pitch. I've seen mm. people writing things, texting. I mean, you know, and then they are literally like, oh, yeah, hmm. You know, and then they pass, 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 I have. Pass, I'm going to interject pass. a question right yeah. here because a pitch is a really important moment. Yes. So can you tell everybody, because you've been yep. Yep. doing the pitch. Sure. Do you act it all out? Yes. Do you say it calmly? Do. do you vivaciously capture mm -hmm. that room so it has to be the actor part of you that yep. is doing sales at the same time you are living the life, yes. the essence of these characters? So tell yep. us. Um, a lot of writers don't. Many writers they are sort don't. of introverted people, yes. right? So the art of the pitch is something that, like, I've been known. Again, I don't do a lot of things well. I'm going to be honest with you, but we're just touching upon a few Such things. Such a lie. No, I Such really don't. Lie. I would be the worst, like, employee. Like, I, I'm telling you, I do, like, five things in the world. Okay, fine. We're just touching on the ones that I'm good at. <laughs> Pitching is something that I'm pretty good at. I walk into a room and I act it out. I, I live it. I love it. I tell every moment of it. And I'm very passionate about what I'm saying. So I will tell them, you know, this is picture and ending where you know we all everything's come to fruition we're at the end of the movie and the, the guy is there and he's with the girl and I really you know I, I, I pitch passionately which makes it even more difficult when you get rejected and you will get rejected as an actor so let me just ask you okay so you crazy. pitch passionately yep. yes but you just said that most writers don't, don't. so most how do they do it they just say hey yeah. this part happens what yeah. do they do well they never do what's called an and then pitch you don't want to do an and then pitch and then what does means, that mean that means like and then this happens okay and then this happens so what is that pitch tell so us so the pitch that most writers will do how you want to pitch something mm -hmm. if you're a young writer and you're out there and you're pitching your ideas you want to give the person the buyer a couple of 
key things. Mm -hmm. Number one, what is the feel of the piece that you're pitching? Like, mm -hmm. what are you trying to say? Mm -hmm. What is your thing saying, right? Mm -hmm. What is your overall statement with this movie? Let's say it's a movie, just for this these purposes. Um, what are you really trying to say? Second, paint some some scenes. Even if you're not great at them, you have to paint an idea. They have to give them an idea of like what it looks like practically. So if you're pitching a television show, mm -hmm. you must say uh, there might be a time, for instance, when this might happen, or it wouldn't be abnormal for these characters to be in a situation such as this. And then you say, you know, what I find funny is, uh, you know, we have our guy and he owns a bar and he's madly in love with the waitress, and you know, we might do a scene, for instance, where he is trying to get her attention, you know, and you sort of talk. So it's about more it. in broad strokes. It is. It but creating, having them see the world. Yes. And then broad stroking what potential relationships could be. Yeah, well, you do interpersonal relationships with all the characters. So you, you say, my show is about this. Let's say it's a TV show now. My show is about this. And week to week, I want to basically explore this or these things. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. If we're pitching Cheers, right? Okay, you probably say something like, uh, you would probably walk in and say, you know how every neighborhood has their neighborhood bar, mm -hmm. right? It's a great place you go where everybody Got knows Got the visual name. right away. Exactly. We want to do a show about one such bar in Boston called Cheers, right? That would probably be somewhat of an opening. And right? then describe the characters right. that come in. Then you would say, I think the lead of our show would be our bartender because in these situations, a bartender is more than just pouring drinks. He, he or she represents a lot more than that. They are an ear. They are a friendly ear. They are a they are I love psychiatrist. It. I get it. They are this. And our guy is all of that. Mm -hmm. He will play against his, our, our female lead is a, is a woman who will be played by somebody like, say, Shelley Long. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you say, I want to do a thing where they would have, they have this sexual tension and it's constantly running. We'll never know if they're going to get together. And she is this sort of prissy uppity girl who is now working in this sort of downstairs bar and sort of sees herself as above it all. And he's like a real man's man, meat and potatoes guy. And they clash, yet they are wildly attracted to one another. That's right. So, sold yeah right so that's how they do it that's a okay basic i get that that was very clear for Thank everybody you. that was really great to hear so let's um just give some advice if you're for the actor too yeah. for the actor to three things that would really help them to further their career and yeah. also about entering the room in audition and exiting the room in audition. Ah, huge. Okay, I love this because I tell people all the time, you get, these are the actors, th this is your options when you're an actor. You either get super friendly guy. Yes. Not good because he comes in and he's this guy. Now remember, we've been seeing people, you know, person after person. It's, you know, our 17th audition of the day or whatever. And in walks this guy and he is put on. Everything is put on. Too right? people pleasing. Too much. So yes. he's he's very much like, hey guys, how are you? Yeah. Boy, you know, I just flew in. Boy, my arm's tired, essentially, mm -hmm. you know. And he's trying too hard to be super wacky or super friendly guy. And he's going around the room. Excuse me, sir. Hi, how are you? How are you? I so stand here. Say, I'll do the acting. How about that? Too uh, much. Too much. Too much. So that's just too much. He's almost off-putting or she is almost off-putting right from the, the get-go. The other person comes in and tries to act too cool. Yep. Right? And like, and I don't really need this and yeah. like am I reading with you okay fine and they get right no that's that's not good either okay guys find the middle find the middle we are there because we want you to do well we need you so you should be calm focused yep. open connected have the thoughts of the character but have that you know vulnerable connection with yep. who you're going in for and then drop into the life of the character definitely and make a decision like I tell people as well make a choice 
Whatever that thing you're reading, just make a choice. Do something. Make a choice. Even if it's wrong, make a choice. When you walk in as a personality, just be yourself. Be calm. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Am I reading with you? Wonderful. If you wouldn't mind, I always say take a second because mm-hmm. you look super cool and professional. Right, and you right, go, right. if you wouldn't mind, and then you just get your center, and then you start. And when you're done, you wait to hear what we have to say. And if we say, well, that was wonderful, thank you so much, and we don't have any direction for you, say, thank you guys so much, have a great day, and leave. Be friendly, be, be quick. And confident. And confident. And you don't say, if they say to you, thank mm-hmm. you, that was great, you don't say, can I do it again? No, never. No, never. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. What if, what if, and you've been in many, many rooms, yes. so what if an actor starts and bobbles and... Yep. Love this. Stop. They can stop. Yes. 100% of the time. 100%. In fact, we, it's almost embarrassing if they don't. Right. So you want to be able to go, you know what, guys? Uh, sorry. Having a bad I, hair yeah, day. I'm having a, having a rough time <laughs> with this. If you wouldn't mind, I'm just going to redo this again, uh, uh, if you don't mind. And again, confidently. Confidently. And thank you so much when you leave. Thank you so much for letting me do that again. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people try to compliment the role. That's another thing. I don't know who wrote this, but it's great. I love too this. Much, too much. Too much. We get too it. Much. We know what you're doing. Yeah. It's like, it's not the, you know, just, we, there's no need for it. So basically walk and tell the story. Tell the story and with get your out. acting. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. come in and show us that you not only read it, but you understood what was underneath it yes. and what's on top of it and you get it and you respect it and you're like, and peace I, out. I always tell people there has to be uh, an emotional life, a yep. behavioral life, an environmental life. Okay, so you're me. giving a three-dimensional uh, layering of the characters. So right. when you're doing it on set, on theater, you know, on stage, in a film, but even in the auditions. So that little subtlety of, you know, behavior, touching your ear or fixing your yep. necklace or playing with your watch or playing with your, nothing big or grandiose. Yep. And then using your environment. So if you're talking to somebody and then you kind of have a thought and look at it and you see something, you are adding another layer that nobody's going to add in. I love that. So I tell people all the time, right? When you're in an audition, you're not in that room. You have to picture yourself in a bar. If you're right. in a scene where you're mm-hmm. talking to somebody in a bar, be in that bar. Hear the noise. Yes. Hear the people. Hear the ambient tone. Hear all that stuff, you know? And picture yourself being there. How you would speak to somebody yes. in a nightclub, for instance, is, bro, you're a little bit, listen, I like her, but she's not right for you. Do those things. Put yourself in Create it. it. Create, Create it. Create the world. And, and if it's a small scene, be small with it. Get get real focused with it and stay tight. And, and there stay is with different them. tonality because Definitely. you've worked on multicam and you've yep. worked on more action yep. films and you've worked on more subtle films. So the, the tone of your vocal, I think, is really important when you walk Huge. into the room. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy that doesn't get the subtlety. So you're like speaking too loud. You know, it's like not reading a room properly. You walk into a room where people are just sitting and talking quietly and you're like, hey, it's just just understand, right? Don't be jarring. And actors, many times, yes, fit into the thing. Many times they go, I'm going to stand out. So mm-hmm. I'm going to walk in. It's like the bah, 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 clown and, you know, I got to think. No. But standing out needed. is going deeper. Standing out, you do with the performance. Yes. You don't do I love actors that almost are sort of kind of here and, and, all, and then when they act, it's like they're just boom. They just yeah. come alive. It's yeah. such a gift. It's so amazing. Yeah. And putting yourself on tape. Guys. Okay. Okay. We here are we in go. an era now yes. where a lot of people are putting themselves on tape. A lot. Find some good lighting in a quiet room with a microphone that works. They sell lavalier microphones. Yeah, we have the whole setup. For the, it's uh, really you have so a wonderful thing here. But if they the don't have office. that opportunity, yep. right? For people who don't have that opportunity, get themselves a good lavalier microphone that works with iPhones or whatever they have. Okay. They, they're fantastic. They're twenty nine dollars, and okay. they're night and day difference from okay. the microphone on the, on the thing. Right. Great. Do it in a place that is quiet. Do it in, with a subtle backdrop, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like you're dark and it's light or the mm-hmm. opposite. You, you want it to look nice so they can focus on you and your acting and feel the performance. 
do the performance, be part of the performance and look at it. You get to review it as much as you want. Have someone no, a like a Sherry Shaw it's, that can help you, you guys. It's it, worth it, the money every it time. It is such a gift being able to put yourself on tape because you can difficult. do it so many times. Yeah. Of course, it's always better to get into the room, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Of course. Because you want to close the deal in the room. But to have that opportunity and yep. then by being able to do it over and over and finding new nuances is the magic. And every actor that's out there should be enjoying the process of doing it as, and and the writers out there that are listening should yep. enjoy the process and yep. if you're a good actor you could be a great writer and if you're a great writer you can really apply it to your acting so it yep. goes so cohesively hand yep. in hand oh they're hand but the in hand one thing time. that i will say yeah there's nothing without the writer so Aww, kudos you, to you thank and I, you i adore you and you're so you. friendly and helpful and so just give um before we close out yes just a couple of um pieces of advice yep okay um all the actors out there, we love you. We, we need you. I said that a few times today and I think it's so important and it bears repeating. We write something and without you bringing it to life, we have nothing. Mm -hmm. And without us writing, you guys have nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But understand that you are not a, an afterthought. When a producer makes you feel small or you meet somebody in this business that makes you feel small, because they're like, well, you know, I'm a big writer, I'm mm. a big producer, and you're just a little actor, and da-da-da-da-da, right? Understand that those people are never the ones really in power, number one, mm. okay? And don't let one bad apple spoil the bunch. Mm. Understand that the real people that are out there doing it in the love for the craft, all the people that I work with on a daily basis, myself included, I look at this as we revere actors. Mm. We want you to win. Mm. There is nothing more rewarding nothing than an actor walking in a room and taking something that you wrote and elevating it. When they elevate your words and your intention, it is like, it's a sweet spot that I can't even explain and mm. we thank you for that. Mm. So understand that you hold the power, actors. You hold the power. And all these cliches when you move to Hollywood, hey, just so you know, producers are jerks and writers no. are jerks and da-da-da-da-da and you go in that audition, you better blah-blah-blah. It's not who you sleep, you know, you sleep with this one. No, none of that. That's, that is not necessary. Mm -hmm. You do you. You do your craft. You find a way to elevate things, and I promise you, you will get noticed. If I always tell people yep, this. the cream rises. The cream rises. I say, people, if you took Robert De Niro today, a young 25-year-old Robert De Niro, or a young Leonardo DiCaprio, or any, Will Smith, right now, and you erase their entire career, and you say, you drop them in the middle of Hollywood, and you say, go, there is a guarantee that they will rise to the top again. They guarantee. will find a way, because great actors Always, you cut through, guys. You cut through, but you have to be different. You have to be special. You have to find a way to stand out. And when you do that, we notice and we beg for people like you. We are waiting for you, actors. Come to us. Bring us the magic. And I promise you, you will, get, you will book job after job. That is so amazing. Thank you so Thank much. You. And I know you have so many exciting things coming up, which yes, we cannot talk about. So how can people follow you? Um, I'm not really a big social media guy, but I do have a Facebook. And I okay, have like a fine. Twitter what is thing. it? Um, my name, just Mike Socio. Um, okay, so follow on Facebook because he's got some big announcements. Yes, and, um, coming up I very soon. I wish we could talk about them so much. But it's, you know what? I'm in a position now where it looks as though with this new position and this new job that I will be able to even help even more. And I'll be able to be around actors way more and making projects that require actors to come in. And uh, so let's get some Sherry Shaw students in there. Oh, and let's you're kick so some sweet. Ass. And 
and thank you because you're, you're giving welcome. back. Yeah. And I love it. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for coming to listen today, and thank yeah. you for coming in today. You're the best. So are you. Yeah. Bye.